I'm Stu Whiffin. And I'm Adam Richardson. And not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast. The podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. It doesn't get more meta than that, right? Hello and welcome to the Pop Bible Podcast, episode 34. I'm one of your presenters, I'm Stu Within. I hope you're doing well, I hope you're all safe and doing all the things that we've been told we have to do in these, these troubled times. If you missed last week's episode of the Pop Bible Podcast, let me just give you a little brief on what you missed and then it will wet your whistle to go back and and have a listen. You missed the wonderful Brett Goldstein talking about films to be buried with. That was live um, at our last launch party. You also missed Clara Ampho from Radio 1 uh, and the This City podcast. And you also missed Buddy Peace from Buddy's Buddies. Also, before we get on with today's episode, I should let you know that issue number eight of Pod Bible magazine is out now. And it features our cover stars, Drunk Women Solving Crime, uh, interviews with Sarah Pascoe, uh, Kalichi Okafor, uh, a feature on Ed Gamble's new podcast, Lifers, and loads of your usual reviews and recommendations and such. Obviously, we weren't able to do our live launch um, at the Podfest Birmingham, But if you check our Instagram, you'll also see that we did do an Instagram Live yesterday. Oh, also, we'll be doing another Instagram Live this very Wednesday. Scroobius Pip will be speaking to Hannah George from Drunk Women Solving Crime, our cover stars, on the Pod Bible Instagram at 7.30pm this Wednesday. Okay, let's get on with the podcast. First of all, telling us all about their podcast is the wonderful Jenny Ryan and Lucy Porter. Hello, Lucy and Jenny. Hello. Hello, hello. Thank you for having us. Mm. Absolute pleasure. Uh, We would like you to tell us all about your podcast. So, fingers on buzzers. Fingers on buzzers. (laughs) Uh, We love the name. We keep saying, fingers on buzzers. (laughs) Who came Uh, up with the name? A friend of Jen's, actually. Okay. uh, We were workshopping common phrases that you'd hear around a quiz show that that link many of them, that link that sort of excited feeling about getting ready to do a quiz. And that's that was the standout. Because mm. we wanted it to be not, hello, it's a quiz. Yeah. You know, we didn't want it to be too <laughs> like, oh, we're going to ask you some trivia. Hello. Mm. Um, but then we didn't want it to be too, it's a game show. But um, I think it strikes a nice balance. Yeah. Really. Yeah. You'd say it's a podcast about quizzing and you, and you might think that's really, really niche. But when you think about all the different ways that quizzes affect different people, it's a serious issue. <laughs> now, um, when you think about all the different ways that you have quiz in your life, so it can be anything from just getting the trivial pursuit out at Christmas with your with your mum and dad to sitting around with your flatmates, playing along with a quiz show, being a contestant, taking part in your pub quiz, taking part in your quiz league, and then up to your international competitions there's so many levels of quiz so everybody especially it's it is such a british sort of hobby Mm. we all love to test each other and so i think it it buys into an awful lot of uh, people's psyches and especially when we start talking quiz nostalgia (laughs) yeah i mean that was sort of partly why we start we we kind of decided to do it because we met on the chase a couple of years ago well a few years ago actually Mm. because we we met 
it and immediately got on like a house on fire and we were chatting about quiz and reminiscing about all the quizzes we loved and we did say oh we should you know what we should totally do a podcast and then it took us a couple of years to actually get our fingers on buzzers fingers out of our asses and on our buzzers (laughs) find a producer who would actually make (laughs) us sit down in a room together and and record lovely Amanda Redman fell into our well literally fell into my lap on numerous occasions we've been out drinking together Um, but Amanda who also does uh, Drunk Women Solving Crime and Girl Chat and um, Olivia Lee's podcast, loads of stuff anyway. Um, and she'd been a friend of mine for ages and I knew she'd love Jenny. And we all got together and because we'd had this idea, we just thought, do you think people will be willing to talk to us about quizzing? And we've been very lucky in that we have had some incredible guests because we do like to talk about both the behind the scenes slightly nerdy aspect of it like question setting and the sets and the theme tunes and everything but um you know also the big personalities and the so we have had henry kelly i mean it's our proudest <sighs> that's, that's, that's our highest achievement so far wow. is getting henry kelly on not once but twice arguably one of, one of the greatest themes as well to a quiz isn't it yes well you know we've we've talked often about the best quiz show theme tunes and it, I mean I think it's yet to be bested really it's very much up there and and you can go on to YouTube and you can find the extended version because there is a second verse yeah. to the going for gold song really I think it was written as a pop song and then sort of repurposed as a <laughs> as a hard-hitting daytime game show theme by wow. by the Oscar winner Hans Zimmer he wrote that what did he win his Oscar for Jen? Gladiator, but not gladiators. If he'd stayed with the game shows, (laughs) it could have been the theme from Gladiators. Remember the theme from Gladiators with the wolf and Ori? Are you a gladiator? Do you have the power of of the gladiators? Didn't expect to sing during this. (laughs) Well, we always end up singing somehow, making up theme tunes to things. The Scottish referee, John. Yeah, John. That's contender. You will go on my first, first whistle. whistle. <laughs> Gladiator, you, you will go on my second, second whistle. <laughs> Three, two, one. <laughs> That's a good whistle. What, a good whistle. What is Henry Kelly doing now? Is he just living off that sweet going for gold money? Um, Let's not overlook going for a laugh here. He, he was yes. on going for a laugh. Yes. Well, before that, he, he literally wrote the book on the Troubles in Northern Ireland. He was a, a, a journalist in Ireland for over a decade. Incredibly Absolutely grafted. He's, he is the authority on uh, Irish politics. Mm-hmm. And he got to being in his early 30s and was like, you know what? Light entertainment, I'll move to London and, <laughs> and, and do a bit of comedy, shall right. I? Okay. And he just did it. And he fell into it, and then and then went and and got going for gold going. Because that was a lovely bit when we were chatting to him, and we were like, "So, were you always into quizzing? You know, is it something you really wanted to do?" And he was like, "Oh God, no." <laughs> <laughs> and I love it when people are like that. Yeah. Like, no, no, I didn't really want to do it, but he, uh, but he was so great on that. And now he's uh, on classical radio doing, yeah. uh, and local radio, and so yeah, he's still DJ cool. and still sharp as a tack and lovely, the loveliest man you could ever meet. And who else have you had on? Uh, well, talking of the loveliest men you'll ever meet, uh, Ben Shepherd, oh, who oh. is a dream, an absolute dream. And Tipping Point is, I think, one of the greatest TV shows ever conceived, an it's unlikely premise compelling. for a TV okay. show. It's very compelling. It's hypnotic, I think. Mm. There's who something about those counters those moving. Penny Falls machines in the arcade mm. and thought, I know, I'll make a hit TV quiz show out of those. But it works incredibly well. It's it, it's brilliant. And he is so great at it. And he takes it very seriously. I think what's nice when you talk to everyone in the world of quizzing is that 
sort of everyone knows it's entertainment, but also that people really care as well. Yeah, it has to be just so because people watching at home and, and proper quizzes, they have certain standards that they need to be met in terms of what they want from a quiz show and in terms of the quiz questions and how fair they want things to be and the kind of contestants they want to see and the quality of the questions, make sure they've all been doubly sourced and then verified by independent adjudicators Mm. to make sure everything is absolutely above board and absolutely perfectly fair for you to get completely wrong when you're at home and then shake your fist at the TV and write into your local MP about the quality of... (laughs) quiz questions these days because it is even us because we do little quizzes on our podcast and you know i will be honest with you sometimes i have bunged them together at the last minute Mm. and uh but even with us people do if we get something wrong i think you'll find i think you'll find hello just just (laughs) my two penneth here um (laughs) so yeah you do have to take it very seriously and i sometimes fail to do that but i think the best hosts like ben shepherd and like henry kelly even you know even if they're not into quizzing they get really into it because mm. there's, you know, people are winning life-changing sums of money. There's there's a brilliant clip actually on YouTube uh, of, if you look up Ben Shepherd tipping point having sex, right? That is okay. That is a Google search that's going to stay on your computer. What, but there's what a on bit earth started that off. Um, <laughs> ben Shepherd gets so into when the penny falls machine is dropping. There's a contestant called Jean. Oh, and um, it's just him going, "Oh, Jean! Oh, Jean! Oh, oh, Jean!" <laughs> it's so lovely because it shows the passion with which uh, yeah. a good host. Yeah, the the, the, the best hosts have to take it equally seriously to keep the format moving and to yeah. keep people gripped by it, but also to have that little bit of fun and the twinkle in the eye. It's, it's that sort of avuncular yeah. side that I think Henry Kelly was was absolutely spot on with. Ben Shepherd definitely has a bit of it. I mean, I Paul say so myself, Paul Ross, Bradley Walsh definitely has that sort of little twinkle. And you know, underneath it all, they know a lot more than they're letting on. They're mm. playing slightly dumb to make the contestants feel a little bit better. But That's what they there's like sometimes do, they let the mask slip and be like, oh, no, I can't believe you just said <laughs> I always like it with Paxman on Universal Challenge where he's just openly rude. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's a hard one. You know, it used to be like there was a period in the 90s, like the weakest link phase with Anne Robinson, where it was okay to be rude. Mm-hmm. But that, For its own sake as well. Was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The ruder the better. But that sort of seems to have uh, subsided slightly in recent years. Mm. So for a new listener, mm-hmm. would you point them in the direction of a specific episode? Well, it depends if you want to listen to us when we're drunk or <laughs> on tour. The Christmas special. The Christmas special. We've was... got a Going for Gold special. And the first couple of episodes of Series 2 are us on tour mm-hmm. behind the scenes of TV's Impossible Celebrities, which may or may not feature us pretty hungover. Um, on location in a hotel room, having tried to work out how to best... me and Amanda had gone up as Lucy's quiz coaches because so, she yes, was appearing so was on, on the show. Celebrity Impossible with people. It was an amazing lineup. There was uh, Tony Christie, <laughs> Sean Ryder, Sheila Ferguson off of the Three Degrees. Wow, um, Martin Fire, Martin Fire Chariots. Yeah. There was uh, Susan Cowman. There was uh, the tall lad who was um, not Ashley Banjo. The other Jordan Banjo. Yeah, lovely. 
Radzi off of Blue Peter. Anyway, because it's Tony Christie, Rev- Reverend Richard Coles. <laughs> we got absolutely yeah. Hammered we're all with sitting around. Christie, Sean Ryder, Sally Lindsay. There was sort of a there was a northwest corner. So Jenny sort of dragged me into the northwest corner with Tony mm. Tony Christie and Sean Ryder. <laughs> And uh, I went. But this was part of my tactic, you see. It was, because this was before we recorded. So uh, Jenny very kindly got all the other contestants quite drunk. And then I went to, I went to bed at about. We sent you to bed. Yeah, about earlier. 11. Yeah. And then they, and they stayed were up, up till... till about two or three. Oh, it was later than that. They were, they were being thrown out of the bar. <laughs> but until you've been drinking with Sean Ryder, I don't think you can really say you've lived. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, so the, um, yeah, the on-tour episodes are quite good. <laughs> she said, bring it back to... Uh, uh, and and then we're doing some live ones coming up, so I would we're urge people to because we're going to have a, a special guest every week, and we're going to devise a new quiz show format for them. So we've got Nick Helm doing our first one, and then wow, we've got uh, Kate Thornton of White Wine Question Time, Excellent. who I yeah, previous you, guest you had on the show, and various other people. So that's going to be uh, that's going to be the new direction for the live shows. So week to week, your episodes are not sensitive so people can just dip in and dip out absolutely they're all pretty much independent unless you're thinking of uh, following the theme of you know will lucy get her game show commissioned cakey cakey dance off oh yeah 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 yeah. Um, i mean it does reward actually listening in chronological order but it's not essential yes um and often people will pick a a game show or a quiz show that they particularly like so for example we've got a going for gold special or bullseye comes up quite a lot and so there's some episodes where we have i mean brilliant ex-bullseye contestants oh. talking about the prizes the yeah. legendary <laughs> speedboat and yes. yeah <laughs> yeah largely sold them yeah That's, I can <laughs> no spoilers but, but yeah. it's it's a magazine kind of format so people can dip in and, mm. and you know if they're not that bothered about university challenge you can skip to the listener quiz or to to the to the next bit of the episode and but there are always quizzes all... in it as yes, well so it's, if you it's... like participating mm. and there's always at least it's got one play along ability yes wonderful brilliant thank you very much <laughs> thank you thank you very much jenny and lucy fingers on buzzers what a podcast and it was lovely to to spend some time and, and, and get to meet lucy and jenny uh, we had a lot of fun at, at acast that day we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with some recommendations and welcome back. Okay, it's time for some recommendations. First up is Radio Royalty. Not just Radio Royalty, his podcast Royalty now. We're talking about John Kennedy from the Tape Notes podcast, and John's here to recommend us a podcast. John Kennedy of Tape Notes, can you please recommend another podcast? I would like to recommend a food podcast podcast now this seems quite unusual for me because i'm not really a foodie Mm -hmm. Uh, my wife would suggest that i see food as fuel and (laughs) and and she's probably right although obviously i like food sure but at the same time one of the great things about radio and podcasting is that you can end up listening to things that you wouldn't necessarily listen to but find them completely fascinating Mm -hmm. and that's what i wanted to highlight here because i came across a, a food podcast which was put together by Lucy Dearlove, who used to help out on my radio show, Exposure, mm-hmm. um, and she's come in and look after guests. But she was a budding radio producer and had worked with all sorts of people and had interned at the BBC and also with us and, and, and was just really, really on the ball. She'd worked at Amazing Radio and she's a fantastic person. And so after she stopped 
helping out on the show. You know, I followed with interest what she got up to, and she got mm-hmm. up to lots of different things. She went on to work for the radio production company, something else, and worked for them for a while. But she also started making all sorts of different podcasts. So in her professional life, she was making these podcasts via something else and, and other projects. Um, and she kind of thought, well, you know, I can do this. I can do this for myself. So mm-hmm. she started one that she does called Lekka. And she's the host and the producer of the Lekker. Po- Lekker, L-E-C-K-E-R. Okay. Um, and she's the host and producer for this. And, and it's her interest in food and the relationship between people and food and how meaningful and how important that can be um, because it's something that she's really interested in. She, she's the kind of person who goes to different places and is always fascinated by what kind of food they have going on and likes to keep a, a note of these things mm-hmm. and then how did they make that and what's its significance culturally and all that kind sure. of stuff. And in a way, Lekka explores that but on a one-to-one level. So um, she talks to various different people. They could be friends or acquaintances but people who are really interested in food and she goes to wherever they are and they cook some food. And so she okay. records that and chats to them while they're cooking their food and they explain what they're cooking and why they're cooking it. And, and it's really, really fascinating. And, and I, it's really relaxed and relaxing as well. And it's been pretty successful. Um, it won an award this year, 2019, the Fortnum & Mason Food and Drink Award. Wow. And she got a massive hamper as, as a prize, which is really exciting, from Fortnum & Mason. Lovely. And, um, I mean, I haven't actually seen her for a few years, but yeah. it's a way of keeping in touch. And that's the great thing yeah. about um, meeting and knowing creative people, you know, be they musicians or, sure. or other kind of creators. It's almost like you can keep up with them via their work. Yeah. And, and I feel like I'm in touch with what Lucy's up to via the different podcast projects. Yeah that she's involved with but Lekka is a great example because it's so intimate and and I'm fascinated by the way podcasting is evolving and changing radio because obviously I work in radio um, and I do a, a daily show um, and there are certain uh, things about radio that have become standard techniques and standard approaches and everything's quite compressed and sounds a certain way and I think podcast is really um, making radio rethink how they create radio because a lot of podcasters turn up with a a handheld mic or just a phone and record stuff and then put that out and it sounds really different to what we're used to in radio and yet people are quite happy with how it sounds and don't need it all to be compressed of course Um, and radio um, and lucy's a a a radio professional no she knows how to record things Mm. but she helps create really atmospheric recordings the way she records for lekker because you can hear the food being prepared you can hear they're in a kitchen together they're not stood in front of a microphone sure. they're chatting and chopping and she also often goes out and about to um, say one episode is recorded in Sicily and so you know she captures the sounds of Sicily as well so you really feel like you're being transported yeah. and that is fantastic wonderful thank you John my pleasure Thank you very much, John Kennedy. Uh, Some great recommends there for Lucy Dear Love and the Lekker podcast. Okay, our final recommendation of today. I'm going to hand you over to Stevie Martin from Nobody Panic. Right, we're here today with Stevie and Tessa from Nobody Panic. And who would like to go first on recommending a podcast to us? 
Stevie. Okay, so my podcast that I want to recommend is called Stuff They Don't Want You to Know. And it's one of those very American, it's, it couldn't be more American. So it's like three guys, I mean, maybe there's more, <laughs> I don't know. It feels like there's, there's like 12 guys. And, and, what, and they, they like introduce it with this like music, like music. And then one of them always says like, um, they call me Ben as his introduction. Um, so it's all very like, the, you know, slick. Um, and then they a- attack, then they look at conspiracy theories. So yes. um, one I was listening to the other day was about, um, I mean, this is why I can't sleep. It's all about like food conspiracy theories and all the things that they had a really great one on um, on like incels and like how what? that has so, been created. Sorry. sorry. No, please. I know, I wanna, Can we have an example? I want to, yeah, food conspiracy. Food, food conspiracy? Uh, don't. <laughs> uh, wait, just make on. one up. It will no, it wait, will no, there was some good stuff. Oh, oh no, no, okay, forget that. Um, they, they they did one on big sugar, so it's like big pharma. Yes, and it's all about what all the sugar companies are doing to make sure that we remain as addicted to sugar as humanly possible. So Nestle, there's some of the stuff that Nestle are doing in terms of they would pref- Nestle would essentially prefer a world without water, so they could provide only like their drinks. Like they are slowly kind of. Uh, all of their advertising and everything and all the stuff that they put their money into. It's very, very interesting. Mm. The one thing I would say is sometimes it, it can be, the episodes can be quite long and they take quite a while to get into it. And you're like, cool, <laughs> you're having a nice snack. Now I want to know about the stuff. Um, but um, yeah, I listen to it on the treadmill because I find that sort of pumping music can only get me so far. And then I want to hear about... Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, crimes. Crimes. Large-scale large crimes. Large-scale crimes. Um, I'm trying to, like, can, can I just check? Because I'm really, really I love it. Or, or, or the big sh- sugar thing's fascinating because they, they funded a lot of the research that we've taken into as fact in society. Is, is yes. it right? Like saturated mm-hmm. fats in, in, in the 90s and 2000s, saturated fats are the worst thing in the world. They're going to kill you. That but dietary saturated yeah. fat is different from what we actually have inside us so yes. it's, it's like thinking oh I need some blood I'll drink this pint of blood that's not how things go into your yeah, body yeah, yeah. so it's the same with saturated fats that Should saturated fats that? in your veins Absolutely isn't not. the same as eating <laughs> wow. some butter um, okay, and yeah but that was all because it was Big Sugar who f- funded all these kind of skewed and fake mm-hmm. bits of research and press because they wanted to distract from the fact that sugar is the one that slows down your metabolism and does all these n- negative things. So, yeah, yeah, but also because, of, stuff like of course, that. the more you eat sugar, the more you want to eat sugar, and that's what the whole oh, basis yeah. is on. So, yeah. Um, But, yeah, they've got all this other – like, they've got basically anything – so they've got, like, the story of Atlantis, the legendary city of Atlantis oh, my that, God, that yes. sank, that's but my like, right through to the smiley face murder conspiracy. Um, so it, it's, it's anything that kind of piques their interest because it's, it's an offshoot from um, uh, The Way Stuff Works, I think it's called. How yeah. Stuff Works. How yeah. Stuff, stuff works, works, yeah, which is also really, really nice, but they kind of tackle just kind of anything. They'll be like, what is a calorie? And you're like, this is interesting. But that, whereas this is like, yeah, why, why does the nation not trust NGOs? You're like, I don't know what an NGO is. <laughs> yes, tell me. The man they call Ben? That's <laughs> one, one of 12 men called Could Ben. Have, one of 12 men 12, called Ben. Yeah. 12 Ben men. 12 Ben men. Do you find the uh, scarier the story the faster you end up running yeah very much so although there was one and i think it was the incel one that i had to get off the treadmill and go home <laughs> was just like, this is too depressing um but uh yeah it's, i think it's because it should have when i'm 
look, when I'm like pumping iron on the treadmill, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it's possible I've never pumped an iron. Um, but when I am, it, I like to just completely distract myself. And sometimes when you listen to music, you're still so aware that you're so bored running. But yeah. whereas this really gets me yeah. in, like it's and. Um, yeah, I, what, what I, I would love to know, because I, I do listen to the TED Talks daily thing as well, which mm-hmm. I think is really helpful. But um, there's quite a lot of, because um, the How Stuff Works and the, the stuff they don't, they don't want you to know, it's, lot, lot, it's lots of men. And I, I, I want to hear a podcast where it's like women doing investigations mm. about conspiracy theories, because I, I imagine that their listenership is quite male, because mm. um, yeah. it is quite a male podcast. Um, it's very much geared at, at, at men. But I, yeah, I bloody love it it's so it's really interesting and it's you can just you can kind of cherry pick if there's something that you're not that interested in then you just don't listen that week but then there's loads of they've got a massive archive that is yeah always delicious oh that's great Mm. thank you very much absolutely you're welcome thank you very much stevie stuff they don't want you to know definitely worth a listen there before we wrap things up uh, just going to do the little outro bit, which is where I tell you all about the little bits and pieces that we have to plug. So go and follow us on the social media because we're on all the platforms. Just search at Pod Bible. Um, and if maybe you've got a podcast or a bit of podcast news that you want to tell us about or just give us some feedback on the magazine or the podcast, you can drop us an email at info at podbiblemag.com. Everything else you need to know is on our website, www.podbiblemag.com podbiblemag.com and whilst you're over there you can read the brand new magazine and if you want a copy of it you can order one directly to your front door and you can also order all the back copies as well um, and oh the newsletter you can sign up for the newsletter the weekly pod bible newsletter gives you loads and loads of recommendations great interviews and such and just keeps you bang up to speed what's going on in the world of podcasting and before i wrap this up one more mention remember this Wednesday, 7.30pm, Instagram, Scroobius Pip, Drunk Women Solving Crime. 7.30pm on the Pop Bible Instagram. Stay safe. See you next time.